you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. Hey there, everybody. So we're living in an interesting time right now, and I just wanted to first say that uh, if you are listening to this podcast episode today uh, and you are in need, you just need someone to talk to, you need a conversation buddy, you need some encouragement, some support, maybe someone to run an idea by, I want to encourage you to reach out to me. You can email ryan at ryanjamesmiller.com. That will go directly to me, and I am happy to do whatever I can to support you during this time. Please, please, please know that that is me speaking from the bottom of my heart. No strings attached there. Beyond that, you know, I'm trying to do as much as I can just to continue to pour into my coaching clients, uh, to my audience, to my consulting partners. And I've been able to do that in a couple of different ways. I'm getting ready to launch uh, a uh, insurance broker specific uh, six month coaching program. Super excited about that. It's called Broker Excellence. I'm ready to launch my next round of foundation small group coaching. That's on personal and professional development, building the foundations, functions, and freedoms to live the life that we want to live. Super pumped about that. And every Friday at 11 o'clock Pacific time, I've been doing authentic conversations, really just an opportunity for me to share some insight and wisdom into some of the things that I've been experiencing around performance and leadership, sales, marketing, so many different things. So you can go to my website, ryanjamesmiller.com. You can find all the stuff there. The coaching programs are under the coaching tab. Uh, The webinars are under the events tab which just hover over the blog and it'll pop up there. So anyway, hope you're well, hope you're great. Please let me know if there's anything that I can do for you. I love you all so much. I'm so thankful for all your support. All right, everybody. Well, uh, welcome to week five, week five uh, of the uh, Authentic Conversations. Uh, I'm really excited uh, to be doing this again, to have all of you joining me. I will have a guest uh, coming in. Uh, Some of you uh, have heard that um, having John Welches, the president of Red Mallard, uh, come in and join me about halfway through the presentation. uh, We're going to be talking about, um, or he will be sharing uh, more from the content side, like how do we communicate during this time? Uh, How do we share during this time? Uh, but for now, he's just a, a quiet bystander in the background. Hopefully, he's quiet. Um, I, I think he's on mute, which is good. But at some point, he'll, he'll be popping on. He'll come on the screen as well. And we're going to see if we can actually work out dialogue. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes uh, when, uh, when the time comes. Uh, so for now, um, I want to set kind of a, a little bit of a tone for this morning. I've tried to do the best that I can each week uh, to do that. And so this morning, uh, uh, or, or the reason for this week's uh, um, topic was because I've had a lot of people recently uh, talking to me about the challenges that they're having uh, with sales and marketing uh, during this season. Um, you know, so I, I consult businesses on business development, sales and marketing strategy. I also coach and some of the people that I coach are business owners or they're in a sales role. And so they are looking for, um, uh, advice on, on how to sell during this time. And it's been interesting because, 
Um, I've heard a lot of people that have talked about really being afraid to sell during this time. Uh, then last night, uh, it just so happened that an email came into my inbox and it was, I forget uh, which publication it came from, but it was talking about Airbnb. So many of you are familiar with Airbnb, right? Uh, a global uh, organization that uh, basically uh, uh, works to uh, rent out you know, homes for vacation rentals and short-term rentals and things like that. Well, obviously, during uh, this season, they, they stopped doing that. And so there's very few Airbnbs that you can find right now um, as a result of that. And so Airbnb made a decision uh, quite a few weeks ago uh, to stop marketing. And in stopping marketing and shutting down their marketing budget, it was going to save them about $800 million. And Airbnb has been bleeding money for a long time. They really haven't been profitable yet. And so they felt like this was a good decision from a financial standpoint. Well, this article went on to talk about that maybe that is the case. But the problem is, is that as the result of Airbnb basically going away and removing themselves from the market for the next three, six, nine months, however long they're going to they're gonna pull advertising for, I think it was for the whole of 2020, I'm not sure, but... This article went on to talk about the long-term negative effects of them not marketing during this time. And you think to yourself, well, you know, for me, it's not so much about budget, or maybe it is, uh, which, which we'll talk about a little bit, and we, John and I, will talk about a little bit, especially probably when it gets to, to his point, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but maybe for you, it's more of the first part that I said, which was you're just, you're concerned about, um, the inappropriateness or uh, whether or not uh, it's something that you should be doing uh, with the current environment that we have in front of us. So as always, I'm just going to pose some questions to you uh, and I want you to think about those things and, and I'm going to unpack them uh, to help you hopefully um, uh, better think through why you should be. And I'm not going to say whether you should be, but why you should be uh, marketing and even selling during this time. Um, also, as a reminder, if you have questions, you can pop them into the chat. Uh, you can pop them into the q and I'm more than happy to answer any question you have along the way as it relates to anything like this or anything else for that matter. Okay, so first question that you need to ask yourself, and this should be a question that you're asking yourself anyway, but especially during a time like this. Does your product or service matter? Now, most of you, if you're in business, you're going to say yes right out of the gate, or I hope so. But I want you to really think about that for a second. Like, is the product or service that you provide, is that needed? Is that something that people really want or should have or should or can benefit from. Um, I was coaching a client uh, earlier this week. We were on the phone and we were chatting and he provides um, uh, pumps that help cancer patients uh, during chemotherapy. And he was struggling to, uh, uh, to quote unquote sell during this time. Fascinating enough, 
as we began to unpack it, I helped him to see that people that have cancer still have cancer right now. And people that have cancer still need treatment right now. As a matter of fact, him pulling back and not continuing to press the hospitals that he's selling to, to provide these pumps, this service, he could be preventing people from getting healthy, from removing the cancer from their body. You may think to yourself, well, that's not me. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not saving people's lives. But there are a lot of things that we provide that people need during this time. Like just because the government hasn't um, deemed you an essential service doesn't mean that you don't have, uh, that you don't meet an essential need or an important need during this time. Like you wanna consider all options. You wanna put all options on the table as it relates to whether or not what you do is necessary or is extremely important. Like, are you helping to protect somebody's financial well-being, mental well-being? Are you, you giving somebody an opportunity to earn money or to maybe just to enjoy themselves? I mean, we've been cut off from so many things during this time that maybe for one or two of you, like you continuing to provide service is just giving people the sanity to continue to live. And that sounds like way big and out there, but it's just the reality. And I would go as far as to say, by the way, as you're asking this question around whether or not your product or service is needed during this time, I would actually say that if you can't answer yes to that question, then maybe you should not be in business in the first place, or you should not be in that business in the first place. I mean, we should feel really good about what we do. We should feel really passionate about what we do. We should get really excited about what we do. You can tell I'm really excited about what I do. And so I believe for me personally that I need to continue or I want to continue offering coaching and consulting to businesses and individuals that are out there. It's not a necessary service. They're not going to die if they don't have it. But it's still important and it's valuable. And as a matter of fact, people have come to me during this time and said that this is the time that they really need to, to go through this or to work with me on things like this. So that first question is really, really important. You've gotta ask yourself that question. Second question you wanna ask yourself is, am I out for people's good? Like, are you in business to help other people? Or are you strictly in business to benefit yourself? Now, nobody would really answer yes to that question uh, or, or yes to the second part of that question, I don't think. Uh, I've never met somebody that said, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, always, I'm only just in this for myself. But as we, as we begin to think about the business that we're in, the role that we're in, we can start to see really quickly whether or not we're truly in it for other people. If you were with me last week, uh, and, and I talked about leadership and I said something uh, that is um, uh, very, very near and dear to my heart, which is, you know, if you're in business and if you're a leader, you should, you should be there to serve people. 
Well, this is no different. If you're in business, I believe that to do right means to do right by other people first. Now, that doesn't mean that you, you, you shouldn't earn money, that you shouldn't or that you can't be successful, that you can't profit. Like you, you definitely should be able to do all those things. I absolutely agree with everything, all those things. But there's this line that we need to make sure we don't cross. We need to make sure that, that we, we have not set ourselves up to need to consistently feed our own monster and protect ourselves at the expense of other people. And so again, a lot of times, the reason that people are um, asking this question of like, gosh, do I, do I sell now? Do I market right now? It's because they're, they're, for some people, there's this little internal gut check that's happening and it's telling you that you're in it for the wrong reason. Like for a long time, uh, when I was in sales, like I was never a, a, a I don't think, a, some evil monster. Like I was never somebody that was, was willing to just ruin people for the sake of ruining them. But for the first, I don't know, 10 or 12 years of my sales career, um, I was in it for the sale. And I was really, really good at convincing people to buy what I had to sell. There was always creative ways to get them to buy a little bit more, to get them to spend a little bit more than they should, um, to convince them through uh, some crafty idea or thought to buy from me, to abandon their other vendor or whatever. And it was all because I was focused on two things. I was focused on meeting my numbers in my organization and meeting my own personal income goals. Like I didn't really care that much about my customers. I liked them as people and I cared about them as people. But when it came down to the sale, I was there to sell for, for my company's number and for my own personal gain. And I'm a sh like ashamed to admit that, but it's just the reality of, of how I was brought up selling. And, and, and I don't do that now, and I won't do that now. Um, I, I'm still going to earn money. I'm still going to work to make money. I'm going to provide for my family. I'm going to enjoy things. Um, I don't want to keep giving myself haircuts. Um, but um, but I, I'm ultimately in it to serve other people, to serve my clients, to, to, to serve, um, yeah, just other people out there. So, um, so that's the second question. The third question is then if, if you've answered yes to, I provide a product or service that is needed or that is, is beneficial to other people during a time like this. And the second question is I am out for, or I'm in it for other people's good. Then the third question you need to ask yourself is, okay, so, um, uh, how do I stay relevant during this time? And here's why this is an important question to ask. There, there's a good chance that people are not necessarily thinking of you right now as top of mind. They aren't um, focused on your company, your product, your service. Um, you're not essential to them in the moment necessarily, but they probably are going to have a need. 
um, there, there's very good likelihood that uh, now or in, in the near term future, six, nine, 12 months out, they're going to need what you have. And so instead of shoving your product and service in their face, there's another way to go about this. And, uh, and we'll get to this when, when John jumps on in just a little bit and, and talks a little bit more about communication. But the key to you earning business and earning opportunities during this time is to stay relevant. You need to stay top of mind. But if you continue just to plug your products and services, eventually people are going to unsubscribe or get tired of you or whatever else. So the better way to do it, and when I say this, you're all going to have heard me say this before. If you've been, if you've listened to any of my content, if you've been on any of the previous four webinars that I've done over the last five weeks, you're going to hear this time and time again. But it's this, if you want to stay relevant, the best way to do that is to provide value at all times to every single person in your audience. Like, what can you do for other people right now? How can you help other people right now? Um, I talked about uh, this, I, I think it was last week, maybe a couple of weeks ago, but um, you know, the fact that uh, the Patriots sent a plane overseas to go pick up you know, masks and bring them back and um, you know, had nothing to do with football. Football's not even on right now. Um, and no, not many people care about the Patriots anyway. <laughs> but, but it, it was a way, it, they didn't do it for this, I'm pretty sure, but like it was a way to stay top of mind. It's a way to stay relevant. There are inappropriate ways to do that. Like when you're getting your emails from Bed Bath & Beyond that you can't even go into right now, letting you know that they're making sure that all of their stores are staying sanitary and they're with you during the COVID-19 crisis. Like that's just garbage and that's just a way for them to continue to send emails into your inbox that you're probably not even getting because they're spam and junk anyway. But you can continue to add value. What can you do for your community? for your audience. How can you continue to stay top of mind with a good heart, with good intentions, but what can you do? Like there's always ways to add value. Like for most of you on this webinar, we'll probably never do business together. It's just the reality of, of the way that it works. And yet this is one way that I felt I could continue to contribute value during this downtime. Like many more people are at home. Many people have questions and they're, they're looking for ways to continue to grow and develop and to learn. And I felt like I, uh, I feel like I have value to add in that area. And so that's why I do these. Like this is just, it, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully staying relevant to some degree, but I'm adding value. And that's how you stay relevant is just consistently adding value. Show up for other people. I was on a call earlier with another gentleman and he was, he's struggling a little bit with sales. And um, I offered to make a couple of introductions for him. And there's nothing in that for me. I mean, maybe I'll look like a good guy, but I just, I want to add value. I want to be helpful to other people. Um, another uh, acquaintance of mine, uh, he unfortunately was releasing a book um, right smack at the beginning of this whole outbreak. 
And it really sucked for him because it was going to be a lot harder for him to, to market the book because he's in the confines of his house and he's on the East Coast. And it was just a lot of challenge. And so I said, hey, why don't you come on my podcast? I mean, not that I have like this, you know, million subscriber audience, but why don't you come on my podcast? Let's talk about the book. Let's, let's just see what we can do to put you out there. Like, I don't, like, I benefit a little bit from that. I get a good guest and my, my audience gets to hear it, but hopefully that drove another book sale. I actually think he did drive a couple of sales, you know, from, from the podcast. So it's just a way to add value. That's how you'll stay top of mind is by just consistently adding value during a time like this. So that's the third question. Fourth question. If you've answered all the rest, then I would love for you to ask this question. What do your clients actually need from you? It's a question that we should be asking all the time. But it's extremely important during a time like this. What do your clients need from you now and into the future? So I want you to think about this for a second. Um, right now, everybody is mission critical, and again, understandably so, but is mission critical trying to figure out how to uh, communicate during this time. And if their business is somehow impacted or um, whatever, uh, they are trying to figure out um, how to, how to, um, how to work through the situation, how to help their clients through the situation, through this current environment of coronavirus. Um, and that's great. You should do that. Like that's a, that's an honorable, noble, good thing to do. But guess what? We're not going to be in this forever. And as a matter of fact, we've already started, thank the Lord, to hear some news that says that we may turn the corner a little bit more quickly than we thought we were going to. Obviously, with all things considered and not knowing you know, what the future holds and if it comes back and whatever. But let's just say that like, we're going to have a positive mindset on Friday. Let's just say that we turn this corner a little bit more quickly than we thought and we start to open businesses back up here in the next couple of months. By summer, we're, we're moving and shaking. By the fall, we're, we're happy and we haven't had another outbreak. And, and so we finished 2020 kind of strong. I almost forgot what year we were in for a second. And then we're going to turn the corner and we just want to light 2021 on fire. That's our hope. What do your clients need in order for them to come out of this as strong as possible to turn the 2020 corner into 2021 in a much better way than they're in right now? Like you have to think through what the future holds for these people. Um, a couple of areas that have been relevant uh, to me, and so I'm just going to share my own. Um, so, um, like in the gym is a good example. I know I bring up this this all the time, but like uh, right now we're having a lot of our needs met uh, by uh, virtual uh, coaching. Um, our coaches providing one-on-one uh, -on -one workout programming, all those types of things. But how are we going to integrate back into the gym? 
uh, are we just going to be all over each other again? Like, what is that environment going to look like? How can they continue to meet my needs? Uh, because I've been getting customized programming now. So like, how do I go back into general programming of workouts? So they need to be considerate of that. I work a lot in the employee benefits industry, and I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole today. But um, uh, if, if employers think that they have seen financial devastation as the result of this economic impact, they have no idea the financial devastation they are going to face in 2021 as the result of all of these healthcare costs impacting their costs in 2021 and beyond. So for the brokers that I talk to, I'm trying to tell them, like, you need to be preparing your clients for their 2021 insurance renewals. Even as an individual, by the way, if you're on this call, you have insurance. That, that's just something for you to think about. Your health insurance costs are going to go up in 2021, guaranteed, hands down, without question. You better be prepared to spend 15, 20, 25% more than you are right now or look for another creative solution. So that's something to consider. If you are in the technology world, like technology has got a huge lift, a huge boost and a huge opportunity as we've all been forced now to go digital. What are you going to do to build sustainable technological structure for your clients in the future? How can you help them there? So again, like for me, it's, it's, you know, I, I'm trying to help fight with my clients fight through, through this, not just get to the other side of it. But uh, for my clients, I'm trying to say, okay, so you took some pretty big hits financially uh, in 2020 already, and you're going to be way off of revenue goals. What are you going to do now to make sure that you come out like a cannon in the third and fourth quarter of 2020 and really have a 2021 that makes up for all the losses in 2020. It's possible and it can happen for the people that are going to invest into themselves. So you have to think about what your clients need, not just now. And, and the other thing too is, is like as bad as this may sound, like we're all tired about hearing of the coronavirus. So don't always talk about it. Find other value to bring to your clients. They need things other than just response to the coronavirus. And so please make sure that you are being considerate of what your clients need. Okay, so uh, I'm getting ready to bring John on and uh, I haven't tried this yet. And so we're gonna see how this all works. I'm gonna unmute him. Hopefully he's gonna come on camera um, and we're gonna see if he and I can have a dialogue. This is gonna be quite interesting. I'm gonna have to plug in some headphones. Um, but before I do, I want, I want to run back through these as we turn this corner because now communication is, is he and I are going to talk about communication. It's going to be really, really important uh, for you to hear this part. But before we get there, because that's going to be very practical, like, okay, this is what I'm going to go do. Before I, before we get there, I want you to go back and think about the questions that I just asked. And I'm going to look at them again so I can reiterate them because when I get rattling, I just, I kind of forget. So Number one, does my product or service matter? Meaning, is it needed by the people that I'm serving? Number two, am I out for other people's good or my own? Number three, how can I stay relevant? And number four, what do my clients need? Okay, all four of those questions were all focused on 
adding to other people, helping other people, supporting other people. I just want to preface this by saying that, uh, or pre preface all that by saying, um, if you aren't good right now, if you aren't healthy, if, you, if your mind's not in the right spot, if physically you're not um, uh, energized and healthy there, mentally, like if you're not doing well, you are going to do very poorly in adding to other people. You're just not going to have it in you. And so we definitely want and should be thinking about how we're going to market and sell, how we're going to generate revenue, how we're going to uh, either recover our business or add to our business. Like those are all really, really important things. But do not, please, please, please do not overlook the most important component. And that's feeding yourself. It's, it's critical. Like when I'm good, when, I, when I'm feeling good, when I'm uh, on fire, when I'm really passionate and fired up like I am right now, um, I won a client yesterday, so I'm really happy about that. Um, like that, that will give you the energy to go out and do a lot more for other people. If you are not careful, you're going to run out of steam and you're not going to be able to do that and to invest into other people in the way hopefully that you should. Okay. So with that, I want to turn it over or I'm going to bring John on. I'm going to pop some headphones on so I can hear him and we don't get feedback uh, as we do this. And hopefully this is going to work out right. Um, if not, we're going to abandon this part of it and I'm just going to have to talk through it. So just give me one second. I'm going to pop some headphones in here. Hopefully this I had my mouse upside down. All right, so let's see if we can do this. I've unmuted John. John, are you there? I'm here. You're there. We can hear you, but we can't see you. Uh, you have to, you can't start your video because the host has stopped it. Oh, uh-oh. So if you can, and I did my hair. <laughs> okay, so until I figure that out, we're just going to keep going because I don't want to uh, to make people wait while we figure out my technical difficulty. So um, you, to this point, have heard everything that you know we've been chatting about, and um, or everything that I've been chatting about. I wish it was we, but you've heard everything, and so. Um, uh, so to give another introduction to John, by the way, so John is the president of Red Mallard. They're a content marketing agency. So they really focus on helping other organizations to create content, to tell their stories through case studies, white papers, blogs, email campaigns, and things like that. So, um, so in that manner, the reason that I wanted John to come on is because he's working with some small businesses, but also some really large companies. And he's helping them to find this balance between communicating um, um, like how to be empathetic and understanding and address the current situation and environment, but also he's trying to do his best to continue to help people market their businesses. So um, with that, John, um, maybe we can just start off by you just um, helping us to understand a little bit about um, uh, what are some good ways to communicate during this time? <laughs> 
um, I, if you, I think if you went to participants and you clicked on the panelists section, you might see an option there. I'll figure it out. All right, cool. And also, <laughs> there is some yard work going on that just started happening around me. So awesome. if that is distract, you know, this is just the fun part of the state we're in. But um, yeah, I mean, just the the biggest thing when this all started, you know, happening, we all got flooded with emails. We all got flooded with, you know, we were all made aware that we were all aware of this thing that was happening by every single entity that we've ever subscribed to or had had us subscribe to their stuff. And so once that kind of craziness settled down, the conversations has shifted to, well, what are we, what are we trying to say during this time? What do we need to say that's of value? Because there is so much um, that gets lost in a crisis of this nature. I was thinking back to, you know, when things like this happened in 9-11, um, there, was, there was no social media. All we had was the news coverage. And so, and that was kind of a, you know, in the air quotes, an isolated event. It was very much an American and world event, but it was one of those events that, um, was we were we relied on a couple of key sources we didn't have our own opinion to share we had our own opinion to act on and but then we were faced with now in this crisis global coverage and also our own ability um to hello everybody um all right can you hear me good oh yeah and you can see me yep um we were faced with this whole reality that we we've been saying stuff online or on social media, you know, about things up to this point about our businesses, about ourselves, about our families, about our, you know, omelets and things like that. <laughs> and so, and now we're like, you know, what do I say about this thing? Um, because it has severely impacted, um, I mean, hospitality will probably see an 18 month to two year recovery mm -hmm. from this whole situation. So there are businesses that will be decimated and there are businesses and lives that will be, people will probably take their own lives because of this situation. So I'm glad you kind of spoke about the, the mindset of being healthy in this, in this environment, because just, you know, full disclosure for, for your audience, like I'm, I'm someone who has struggled with depression and struggled with these mindset things. And it's not necessarily just being the tortured writer. Um, it's just, it's, it's environment, nature, nurture, all this stuff. It's, it's, it, it comes down to a point where you, you know, imposter syndrome and you have all these labels for things, but what I've, you know, this in preparation for this talk, um, the, the phrase that kind of came to me in terms of like, whoa, where do I find that if I don't have it? Um, okay, I don't, I don't want to derail you right now, but I really have to ask something because yeah. you touched on this and I think this is really important for every individual person. Right. So, um, <clears throat> uh, you said like, you know, 
you've had, you know, your own kind of struggles at times. You talked about like, you know, the possibility of somebody taking your life. I actually, I actually have now heard of somebody, a, a second tier connection that took their life as the result of being in quarantine. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as, as people that are in, in on this call or on this webinar and they're in a professional role, how, like, how do you feel like, is there a line to walk where, where they can kind of be honest and open about communicating their feelings, their own personal challenges and struggles? Like, where do you feel like that plays a role? Um, definitely overall, but in an environment like this. I think there's two, two things and it kind of gets, actually brings me back to the point I was going to say, was, <laughs> okay. which is good. So you didn't derail me. We just kind of went on your track and then we came back to mine, which is always good. Um, <laughs> but it's this sense of having a deep conviction. It's what is the deep conviction that is, you know, guiding your life, that is guiding you to, uh, to say the things or do the things that you do for a livelihood, for a calling, whatever, for your purpose, whatever that is, whatever that phrase that works for you is. But there's a deep conviction that drives everything that we do. And so, um, the, 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 there's the two sectors where I think this works is we've got one-to-one -one conversations. So, you know, we're kind of breaking the barrier here because I'm just really transparent and I just, I want people to understand where I'm coming from, but from a one-to-one -one conversation with a phone or a zoom call or whatever it is, I think that is the, that is the appropriate place to really get, get real with people, get deep and and develop that sense of shared common ground of like wow yeah this is crazy or oh my gosh we're going through this or yeah you know everybody asks so how's your business because that's the thing right now everybody is you know most people are like oh the stores are open it's not that big of a scare i can get more than two breads right now which is important for me um but it's that whole idea of like, well, how is your business? And like, well, my business is a service business and a lot of our clients are essential um, or work virtually. And so we really haven't been impacted at this moment by this whole situation. I feel like there's a ripple effect and we're definitely, as much as I'd love to say that my business is essential, we're a line item like we all are at some point. You know, you being a coach and being a strategic advisor, like, that that is a line item at some point where everybody's like, well, is this essential to keeping the lights on? Yep. Some would say yes, and some would say no. And so when it gets to that next level, though, you know, where we're talking to our network, where we're broadcasting that um, where we're going, and that's the, I think is the key is like we can identify that this yeah this is crazy right now but crazy has been here the first email i got during this whole thing when i, I called my dad and my dad uh, had a long career in ad sales and uh, worked in city government all this kind of stuff and i you know i called him and said hey just lost one of our biggest clients we ended up getting that client back because they weren't shut down they thought they were shut down boom but okay. i got that but i got that call right yep. and so I emailed my dad or I called my dad that shared that with him that night. He sent me an email and he said, just to encourage you, you know, your mom and I lived through the, uh, the polio scare. We lived through the, the Cuban missile crisis. We lived through Vietnam. We lived through the eighties. We lived through, 
you know, 9-11. We lived through da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And our grandparents and, and beyond all the way back to the beginning of time, there's just this crisis. But like you said, it's kind of, it's our resolve. It's how we respond to it. And so that's the crunch time now is, yep. is how we respond and what kind of message do we share and what is the, the vehicle for that message? And And yeah. Do you think that, um, like, I I think there's also a, a a balance. I shared this a little bit with like my kind of bed, bath and beyond joke email, but, uh, do you feel like there's also a balance of like doing it from a genuine place as well as being disingenuine and, you know, doing it just for empathy or just for people to listen or like, I just want to tell my story so people feel bad enough to keep giving me business. Like, uh, do you see that as being a potential problem? I, I would say no, because I feel like nobody's, I don't think anybody really gives anybody business anymore because they feel bad for them. Oh. I feel like there are, I mean, you know, depending on I'm, I'm going to be shifting just because of, coverage coming so don't get don't adjust your tv set um but there is this kind of sense that we're you know you can be sharing something just for the sake of sounding relevant Mm -hmm. and for me that is that's the that's the the, the, that's the, the that's where you get tripped up pretty easily and so where we're trying to coach our clients and 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 write content for them that isn't is yes let's identify where we're at but let's also identify where we're going yeah yeah we want to take people with us and you know frankly i haven't i haven't been more optimistic in the midst of a crisis than in my life than than now yeah and that's not that may be the part of the entrepreneurial part of me but there's also a part of me that's just i feel like i'm living my that conviction yeah because I've embraced my identity or my calling as a writer and an advisor who understands empathy, who understands people and, and wants to help them tell that message and tell it in an appropriate fashion. Well, and I think that this is two good things for people listening to really hear, you know, beyond just you and I having a conversation here is like, this supports what I said earlier about, you know, we need to be th- helping our clients think about the future, right? Like this just isn't about like securing our own business. This is the future. And so part of that I think is like we see from the 2008 recession came some of the biggest companies that we see recognized today, right? Like Netflix being one of the biggest ones and look at like they are the essential service of all essential services at the moment. And so I think this is such a unique opportunity for people Uh, whether it is starting a a new business for themselves or just looking at their own business and figuring out how they can reconfigure it in a way to take good advantage, right? With integrity, like not trying to like hurt people, but like how they can take advantage of this situation to restructure and recommunicate what it is they're really out for so they can see even more success coming out the other side, right? Right. Yeah, I think people need to really to stand apart. I mean, that's the biggest thing is like, what can we do to stand outside of this chaos and this noise? And to me, that is, you know, give away your expertise. We have a client in the accounting space who has been doing a weekly Wednesday webinar, kind of like you, really dealing specifically with the whole PPP and the uh, disaster relief loan and completely just giving away all of his consulting time and things like that, because 
he's not afraid of losing business. He is excited about gaining business because of it. He's not worried about the billable hours that are on the table. He's, he's excited about the new relationships and new opportunities that will be brought his way because yeah. of generosity, because of just be, being recognized as a trusted leader. Yep. And so, and some people just may not feel like, well, I'm not a leader or I'm not, you know, does, I'm, I'm just a salesperson or I'm just a, you know, a, a number on the, on the sheet. And that's not true. But how do you get to the point where you no longer are struggling with that, that spot and it's standing out just in this fashion? We, have, we all have the capabilities to cultivate and develop an audience in an authentic way. And that the biggest way of doing that is leading with your story, the stories of the people around you, and letting those have the effect that they can have, not trying to push them to reach a bottom line, um, because that bottom line will never be satisfactory. It'll always be something that changes or flows or, or becomes the next, you know, it'll spit you up to the next uh, tier that you want to reach. Yeah. But if you if the posture of being authentic and honest in all the aspects of how we do things, um, it, that will always have a lasting value and will always sustain the relationships during times like these. Yeah, no, that, that, that's super duper good. And I think that, you know, as we are now landing the plane in the last couple of minutes of this conversation, I, I think that, you know, it, it is essential that we are clear on you know, who we are on our message, on making sure that um, we have a way to communicate that appropriately. I think a lot of times, and this is just a lack of self-awareness with people, but um, we think that the things that we're saying um, are, are telling of who we are, and, and in reality, um, they're not. We're not communicating appropriately or accurately to, to who we are or to who people really want us to be. So I think understanding yourself, getting clear what that messaging is really important. Um, and, and the other thing I, that you said there, which I really liked, um, which is something that I got from Bob Berg, the author of The Go-Giver, uh, but also one of my favorite quotes ever is from Zig Ziglar. And he says, if you help another enough other people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Right. And that's not to say that like, I'm helping people just to get, but like all of this investment, your accounting client, like what I'm doing here on webinars, like what you're doing and sharing in this webinar, like you invest into people during this time, which is again, like Airbnb story. They just backed out. Like they just made themselves irrelevant. Like you take this as an opportunity to invest. If you've got money, spend it. If you have time, use it. Invest into your audience and into the people that you want to attract now because like if not, the problem I think is, and, and you probably see this for like the few clients that have scaled back, like uh, they're going to be in deep shit at the end of this year when they try and restart it back up. It's, they're going to have to start the engine all over again and it'll be 2022 before they start to see the benefit. Right. And that's, you know, and that was a personal decision on our end where, you know, we're doing, we're actually, we onboarded some new team members to start producing content for us during this time we're doing stuff for free for a few clients who had to pause because they had to furlough everybody. Mm. And it's just, a, it's a personal decision because that's an investment in them being a client three to five years from now, because I know the leaders, I know how driven they are. They had to pivot because that's, that's just their reality. They had to yep. shut down. 
but you know, we can all make a personal sacrifice during this time that, you know, is a sacrifice that is, you know, maybe, you know, it'll lead to more stuff. That's, but that's the, that's the nature of a sacrifice is I'm going to do this thing for these people now in the hopes. And it's okay to hope for more business. It's okay to hope that this will lead to more stuff. It took me a long time, you know, where you and I met at BNI, it took me a long time to really think that the givers gain philosophy like held water i i I, you know i think it was just immaturity and age and then but in some of us it just takes a long time to really understand that it works but it works because it's just there there's we all want to succeed and we do feel better when we're helping somebody else succeed totally and so um giving away positioning yourself as the expert by giving away your expertise will always uh will always be appreciated and you never know who's going to appreciate it and i think that's the the part is you know we all want a big audience we all want a big network we all want uh to reach the the most people we can but you know our our goal is two new clients a month you know and that's ambitious for us because we're a small business Mm -hmm. because two new clients is a lot of work and so i always ask people like what do you really see as like what your needs are because the growth, you know, could be astronomical from one, one, the one, the right one person could do wonders for you. You just never know, but you got to put it out there. Yeah. Which again is why you have to stay relevant. Like by whatever means you possibly can, as you're quote unquote marketing yourself, you know, you have got to stay top of mind. And as John has just supported, you know, what, what I'd even been sharing earlier, it's like you do that by just consistently communicating by adding value by putting yourself out there like I love the the um, you know I'll give it away because I believe in these leaders and you hope it comes back if it doesn't you won't be disappointed in doing it and I think that's the other great thing too is is like if we believe in what we're doing and we believe it provides a valuable service to the people that we were serving then we're not going to feel bad about whether we get ROI off of that or not like the, the feeling inside oftentimes goes far much farther than the the paycheck does anyway. So I think that that's really good. Okay, so we're wrapping here. Um, I haven't seen any questions uh, pop up in the chat or in the Q&A, which is fine. Um, But but again, like I just, I, I want to remind you that like now is, it's not just an appropriate time to be marketing and selling yourself, your business, whatever. It's necessary. It's necessary if you're providing a viable product or service. It's necessary to your own benefit. Like you shouldn't bury yourself in the ground because you're afraid to speak out about what it is that you're offering to other people. Right. You just need to have the right mindset in doing it, making sure that you're thinking about other people now, other people into the future, giving all that you can, and just watch as that comes back. Like it will come back. Like I, I'm with John, like I am more hopeful through this downturn, I mean, we have seen a significant number of deaths and it is horrific. And I know that that's not the end. And that is so sad. And, and yet from the, from the economic side of things, like when this spigot turns back on, we've all got to go back to work or we're yeah. all going to really want to go back to work. And so I'm hopeful for what's coming. I think as a whole, even as a country, we were in a much better headspace about pushing forward than we have been in a long time. 
And the greatest benefit I think of it all is we value people and human connection and relationships a lot more than we ever have because it was taken away from us. Right. So use that as a good opportunity to make this a successful season of sales and marketing. Get out in front of the camera. I told a, a local restaurant that was struggling and they reached out and they said, what can you do for us? And I said, honestly, I can't do anything for you that you can't do yourself. Get, you know, I told the owner, you're known in the community, get out in front of the camera, his social media, he's been doing a video almost every day for the last week and a half. His social media metrics are off the charts hmm. and pe yep. people are, people are getting takeout. So. Okay. And so because they're on this call right now, I'm going to, I'm going to shout out two people that are doing that. Definitely go follow John. You can go to redmallard.com or you can look him up on LinkedIn. John Welch's he's sharing daily content on LinkedIn as well as Instagram on his morning walks, which have been really cool to see. But there's two other people on here that I want you to go check out and follow. So the first one is Jennifer Kinley, K-I-N-L-E-Y. Uh, she runs a benefits practice back in Tennessee. Uh, she's doing some really cool videos. She's nominated right now for uh, a benefits uh, person of the year or woman benefits person of the year. I, I know I butchered that, but she's just an awesome individual to follow. So you can find her on LinkedIn again, K-I-N-L-E-Y. Uh, so she's great to follow. And the other one, I'm sure there's a lot of you guys doing cool stuff, but the other one that popped up was Robert Clark. I've known Robert for about a year and a half. Uh, he's on LinkedIn. He's killing it with his content. Um, you just missed, he was like challenging everybody in the LinkedIn world to run a six or a five minute mile faster than he did. He finally got his. And so that challenge is off the table, but I'm sure if you follow him for long enough, he'll pay you some money to do something fun. So go follow both of them. They're doing a lot of great stuff from a content perspective. If you want to be referred out to other people that are in attendance here, uh, please make sure that you send, uh, send me a note. You can email me, you can text me, whatever communication you have, and I'll be sure to share that. I would love to see you guys all get connected, build relationships, and support one another during this time. So on that note, thank you guys. Almost another hour in the books on a Friday. It's an amazing day. We have a significant opportunity in front of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and being a part of this. I don't know what we're going to talk about next Friday, but it's going to be freaking amazing. So with that, you guys, did thank you, you so much. Did you say a five-minute mile? Sub six-minute. Yep, five-minute mile. I did a 540 in high school. Does that count? No, that was a long time ago. <laughs> about 80 pounds, too. <laughs> okay, on that note, <laughs> we're out. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Excellence Mindset with Ryan James Miller. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit ryanjamesmiller.com. We'll catch you next time.